Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Thursday, September 22nd. U.S. stocks ended the day lower in a choppy trading session following yesterday's third straight 75 basis point rate hike from the Federal Reserve. Meanwhile, other central banks also took action as the Bank of England and Swiss National Bank both hiked rates. On the other hand, the Bank of Japan kept its monetary policy stance unchanged, but did intervene in the currency markets for the first time in over 20 years to try to stabilize the falling yen. Housing companies Lennar Corporation and KB Home both topped earnings estimates, but the latter's revenues fell short of forecasts. FedEx shares rose after reporting earnings that were in line with a September pre-announcement and as the company reaffirmed its guidance. In economic news, jobless claims came in lower than expected, leading indicators fell for a sixth straight month, and regional manufacturing activity unexpectedly decelerated. Treasury yields gained solid ground, and the U.S. dollar continued to rally, notching fresh multi-decade highs despite the jump in the yen. Crude oil and gold prices both rose. Asian and European stocks finished broadly lower as the global markets digested recent monetary policy actions. The Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 107 points or 0.4% to 30,077. The S&P 500 Index decreased 32 points or 0.8% to 3,758. And the Nasdaq Composite went down 153 points or 1.4% to 11,067. In moderate volume, 4.2 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.9 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil rose 55 cents to $83.49 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $5.10 to $1,680.80 per ounce, and the dollar index rose 0.6% to 111.23. In equity news on Thursday, Lennar Corporation, ticker symbol LEN, reported third quarter earnings per share of $5.03, above the $4.81 faxed estimate, with revenues increasing 29% year-over-year to $8.9 billion, roughly in line with the street's forecast. The home builder's new orders declined, but its home deliveries were up year-over-year, while it continues to maintain a consistent housing starts pace and drive sales by adjusting pricing and incentives. Lennar traded higher. KB Home, ticker symbol KBH, posted third quarter earnings per share of $2.86, topping the forecast to $2.67, as revenues grew 26% year-over-year to $1.8 billion, slightly below the expected $1.9 billion. The home builder said its deliveries fell short of expectations due to extended build times and ongoing supply chain constraints, with rising mortgage rates, inflation, and ongoing macro concerns causing many prospective buyers to pause their home buying decision. However, KB Home said the long-term outlook for the housing market remains favorable. Shares of KB Home were lower. And FedEx Corporation, ticker symbol FDX, announced adjusted first quarter earnings per share of $3.44, in line with the September 15th pre-announcement. 
The Courier Delivery Services Company reiterated prioritizing actions to align costs with demand due to a weaker-than-expected business environment. FedEx reaffirmed second-quarter earnings per share and revenue guidance. Shares were slightly higher. The S&P 500 has remained choppy and has pulled back as of late, with inflation pressures persisting and forcing the Fed to aggressively tighten monetary policy, as discussed in the article, Stock Market Volatility, Inflation Strikes Again. Meanwhile, Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her latest article titled, Earnings Trampled Underfoot, how the bear market has been driven by multiple compression, making valuations look relatively compelling, but expected weakness in earnings may limit the upside potential for stocks. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. You can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Thursday, weekly initial jobless claims came in at a level of 213,000 for the week ended September 17th, below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of 217,000 and above the prior week's downwardly revised 208,000 level. The four-week moving average fell by 6,000 to 216,750, and continuing claims for the week ended September 10th dropped by 22,000 to 1,379,000, south of estimates of 1,418,000. The four-week moving average of continuing claims declined by 8,250 to 1,404,750. The Conference Board's Leading Economic Index, or LEI, for August declined 0.3% month-over-month, more than estimates calling for a 0.1% dip, and compared to July's negatively revised 0.5% drop. The index recorded its sixth negative read in a row as ISM new orders, building permits, consumer expectations, and average workweek all declined, more than offsetting gains in jobless claims, stock prices, and the interest rate spread. The September Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index surprisingly declined but held on to expansion territory with a reading above zero. The index decreased to 1 from August's unrevised 3 reading and compared to forecasts calling for an increase to 5. Treasury yields rose solidly as the yield on the two-year note climbed 13 basis points to 4.11%. The yield on the 10-year note soared 19 basis points to 3.70% and the 30-year bond rate increased 12 basis points to 3.63%. Bond yields have risen, and the U.S. dollar has notched fresh multi-decade highs as the Fed hiked rates by 75 basis points for a third straight meeting yesterday. Schwab's chief fixed-income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses the Fed's decision in her latest article titled, With Inflation Offsides, the Fed Keeps Hiking, which included downgraded economic growth forecasts and an increased unemployment rate outlook, as inflation remains the central bank's primary concern. She also provides analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. 
Tomorrow's economic calendar will introduce September's manufacturing and services sector activity, courtesy of the preliminary S&P Global Manufacturing PMI and Services PMI. The former is expected to dip to 51.0 from August's 51.5 read, and the latter is expected to move up to 45.5 from August's 43.7 level. A reading above 50 denotes expansion, while a reading below 50 signifies contraction. In international news on Thursday, stocks in Europe traded lower as the global markets continued to react to yesterday's monetary policy decision from the Fed, which announced another 75 basis point rate hike for the third straight meeting. The decision was accompanied by today's actions from the Bank of England and Swiss National Bank, with both hiking rates by 50 and 75 basis points respectively, as expected, ending the era of negative rates in the latter. Earlier this week, Sweden's central bank surprised the markets with a 100 basis point rate increase. Inflation pressures forced central banks to get aggressive with monetary policies, and stocks in Europe have been choppy lately amid concerns over economic growth, which have been exacerbated by the continued volatility in the energy markets. Concerns over the war in Europe have been amplified by Russian President Vladimir Putin mobilizing more troops and reiterating his threat to use nuclear weapons. Schwab's chief global investment strategist Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his latest article, Home is Where the Inflation Is, how central banks that base inflation measures on rentals rather than home prices may persist in hiking rates, thus applying more economic breaks despite easing home sales. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. The euro and British pound were mostly unchanged versus the U.S. dollar. Bond yields in the eurozone reversed higher, and rates in the U.K. moved solidly upward. The U.K. FTSE 100 index and Italy's FTSE MIB index were down 1.1%. France's CAC 40 index fell 1.9%. Germany's DAX index dropped 1.8%. Spain's IBEX 35 index declined 1.2%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index decreased 1.3%. Stocks in Asia finished broadly lower, with the global markets digesting yesterday's monetary policy decision from the Fed in the U.S., which delivered a third straight 75 basis point rate hike and signaled further increases to come. Today, the Bank of Japan held its monetary policy steady, but after the closing bell intervened for the first time in over 20 years in the currency markets to try to stabilize the falling Japanese yen. Global monetary policies have tightened, with today the Bank of England and the Swiss National Bank both raising their benchmark interest rates. However, the Bank of Japan and China's central bank have bucked the trend, with the latter loosening policy to try to boost the world's second-largest economy that has also been hampered by the impact of COVID-related lockdowns, regulatory crackdowns, real estate issues, and elevated geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. In economic news, Japan's department store sales accelerated solidly for August. 
Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.6% as the yen continued to drop versus the U.S. dollar during the session, but is bouncing off multi-decade lows after the close following the Bank of Japan's action. China's Shanghai Composite Index decreased 0.3% and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dropped 1.6%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index and South Korea's Kospi Index both decreased 0.9%. Markets in Australia were closed for a holiday.